Welcome to the Fair Chase Podcast. It's like, yeah, it's going to be physically it's hard, suck, but it's also like the best. Later on, that's the story you tell. I got a new strategy. It's, you just go kind of lick your finger a little bit like this. Aim high, play the wind. And then you aim high, you play the wind. It's a new aiming technique that I'm working on. You brought this up. Yeah. It's because you had target panic so bad. Yeah, I didn't have it so bad. Before we jump into this episode, we have to thank a few companies that make this show possible. First up, Vortex Optics. We run their binoculars, spotting scopes, and uh, a lot of their clothes in their Vortex wear line. Quality hoodies. sweaters and hoodies, t-shirts, hats. Yep. You uh, can save yourself 20% on that stuff. Buy. Ooh, it's a new code. The code TFC20. Check them out. Next up, Trophy Line. Trophy Line. No secret, we are saddle guys. We like to hunt in saddles, make the jokes if you want, but yep. they're super light, super effective, and we're big fans of Trophy Line. This year we're going to be running the Mission Platform or the EDP Platform, the EDP. depending, and uh, running the Covert Light. Yeah, nice and light saddle. Lots of good adjustability on that. I feel comfortable walking with that thing out in the woods. Go yep. check this thing out. Use the code TFC10 to save yourself 10% on the next purchase. Next up, Prime. The bow that got me to switch back. I think I feel like I got you to switch back. You did, but but I like. But it was it's a big because part. of Prime shootability, shooting your bow, their accuracy. Uh, we're big fans of Prime. They're Michigan company. Jared's shooting the Nexus Four. I'm shooting the Nexus Two this year. Go check them out. G5Prime.com. We uh, we're big GPS map users on our phone. Um, I get tend to get lost a lot, and Jared you do tend to get lost. A lot. Jared can't always be next to me. When you don't have Jared with you, you can have a little Jared in your pocket. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> this is an awesome platform. We know the guys. They're local here in Grand Rapids. And you can actually download other apps, stand locations, plot locations, whatever pins that you have, you can download them onto the HuntWise platform. So you're not, you can, give you it just, a try. You can just hit the ground. And you're not losing your research. Yeah. So go check this app out, HuntWise.com. You know, I was actually asked this weekend if we weren't partnered with Vector and like I had to shoot a different arrow would I shoot vectors? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I said, yes, of course. Yeah. I love them. I shoot extremely accurate with them. I've never broken one. Yeah. And the sweet thing was is you pretty much just tell Isaac and the guys over there your draw length, draw weight, and I think your tip weight. Your tip weight, and they have a – And then you customize the whole thing. And you they can do it right tip, online. cut, and everything. You don't have to mess with the bow shop or anything like that. Check these guys out, vectorcustomshop.com. For 10% off your order at checkout, use TFC10. Good luck out there. Shoot straight. Here we might as well just roll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> trying to improve the background a little bit. <laughs> no, no, that's good. No, I appreciate you taking the time uh, to meet with me, Tom, and chat. Um, I want to touch on a lot of things here, but before we jump into, you want to introduce who you are. So, uh, um, Tom Frame, Senior VP of Sales and Marketing at Psionics. Yeah, excellent. No, it's good. It's good to have you on. We we've been talking a little bit over the past couple months, but you know, have for for this reason or that reason, it took us a little while to get together, and now I caught you in a, a hotel room in Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here on work, uh, headquarters located in Beverly, Massachusetts. Okay. Um, you know, I live in Fort Collins, Colorado. So All I right. had the luxury of being, you know, the remote employee. Sure. And, uh, so I try to get up here once a month at minimum. Sometimes it's twice a month. Um, you know, but with COVID going on, it's, you know, I started in, in, in February 20. and Oh, was like, that was when you started there. Yeah, was was started there in February 20, right before the COVID hit. And, and so I got to the office maybe twice. Okay. And then never went back <laughs> until until late last year. And so um, it's still new and fresh for me to come over. So it's always kind of fun to come up and see everybody. 
and uh, you know, we're, we're a fast growing company. So there's a lot of new faces every time I show up. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's really cool. And then I was just, I'm just coming back from, from out East. Uh, my company is headquartered out in, in Philly. And, and so I caught the tail end of that, that heat wave that went through. It was like 97 degrees in the way we're driving. Um, it was funny because a couple of years ago, we're driving out. My sister-in-law owns a stationary uh, company. And so she designs okay. cards. And so they had this national stationary show every year in New York. And so for a bunch of years, my wife and I would go and just support, you know, um, they had a booth, we'd haul stuff out with them, whatever. Well, one year we're driving through Pennsylvania and they're like 15 miles ahead of us uh, on the road. And they call all excited. They're like, there's a, a dead bear on the side of the road. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know, that's really cool. I, I, I love bears. I, I'm going to do whatever I can to see it. So my wife and I had slowed down to like 55 in the highway, you know, in the general area where we knew where it was. And they're like, no, this bear, it was a bear. It had one paw sticking straight in the air. I'm like, yeah, okay. So, but I'll look, you know, so we slowed down and we drove for like a half an hour at like 55 miles an hour, just like, we're going to see the bear. I'm not going to miss it. No bear. So for years, I was just giving him the hardest time. Every time we'd see a tire ear on the side of the road, I'd give him a call and say, Oh, saw a bear. Oh, there's a bear, you know? <laughs> well, yeah. on the way back, uh, this past week from Philly, I'm, I'm driving with my wife and you know, it's hot out. Um, and I'm like, Laura, that was 100% a bear on the side of the road. And, you know, I'll get all excited. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to go back. Cause if this is truly a bear, we need to send it to your, your sister and my bro our brother-in-law. So we do the turnaround thing and sure enough, totally a dead, you know, roadkill bear, which you don't see a whole lot of right. send them a picture. Yeah. And they felt, they yeah. felt all vindicated. Like their point was, um, well now that makes my bear true. You know, the fact that I saw one and I told them like that changes nothing for the fact that like <laughs> I drove by and didn't see one, even though they were like, well, maybe it just got up and ran back in the woods. The woods. I'm like, I don't think that's how it works. You know, bear laying on the side of the road. So no, so I was driving for that. That's my story from out east. I saw that that roadkill bear and actually saw like a mile down the road in the woods, just one walking around. And then I saw another, uh, actually another dead one uh, on the side of the road. So three bears in, in Pennsylvania driving I-80 uh, back to Michigan, which is, I had never seen any. Uh, so they're definitely out, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah, man, that that's crazy that you saw three. Yeah. Um, and that's, and, and two were roadkill? Yeah, two, and obviously had to stop and take pictures because, of course, you know, of course. Did I see you have a social post about eating roadkill? Yeah, yeah, we've I've eaten some roadkill in my my day. I some of the a lot of times it's stuff I've Did you hit. grabbed one of those bears. I no, it was I was thinking about it just because they're so cool. But man, in the 98, 97 degree yeah, heat, that black way. fur that just cooks them. I think it was pre cooked. <laughs> if I would have stopped and just cut them open, he would have been good in there um oh, no so we man. we'll do some uh we'll do some roadkill cooking every once in a while i i hit a deer a couple of years ago cut him up and if it's fresh or if i see it hit and there's i'll stop i'm not above that yeah i like venison yeah. yeah for sure you know sometimes it's you know the early season like this you know it's actually meat's great yeah yeah you're absolutely right it's yeah I, I the one i had hit last was actually pregnant which is kind of a bummer uh kind of brutal to cut it open and see that it's not what you're used to seeing uh it being a hunter and you know cutting something up but no it ate delicious so i, I tell you that about that whole fetus deal so you know out here in colorado well at home uh in colorado you know i have a few friends i go elk hunting with and and uh one of my friends um lives out in meeker colorado mm -hmm. um, 
He's actually one of our sales reps, but you know, more friend than rep. Sure. And so I've gone out there a couple of times with him chasing some cow elk around in December. Sure. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you know, that prime time meat, right. You know, the post rut. So they're pretty relaxed. You know, they're just trying to get to somewhere for, for the winter grazing range. And so anyway, we go out there and, and, you know, we got a cow elk and, and, and sure as heck, you know, like we're processing out in the field and, and there's these little, oh yeah. Fetuses is like, Ooh, that's, that's a tough one, but it's tough to see. I I had the yeah. same with, with Weva. Our, our season's not too late. It doesn't end too late here. It ends uh, January one is the last day. And I've had a couple experiences where you, you get one of those late season does and same, same type of deal. It's like, all right, well, yeah. <laughs> it's like three last year now. So, you know, yeah, I'm going to switch it up. I'm not going to December this year. I'm going to do August. Oh yeah. Early on the early yeah. end. You guys have that early season out there. Yeah. So, so some of these ranches, um, they have landowner tags, Yeah. you know, so the state allows them now. I'm, don't quote me on, on the exact laws. Cause I don't know it, but I do know that, that, you know, you can hunt starting August 15th and, you know, any weapon yeah. um, on these tags. So, so it's pretty cool. Right. So, I mean, you got the, these elk that are just fat and lazy. Yeah. You know, they're just, all they do is they get up in the morning, munch on whatever they're munching on, go find water and lay back down. You know, so the, the meat is absolutely prime. You I had a roommate in college like that. Better. And he just, I had a roommate in college like that. He would just lay around, eat some food, get up to drink, and then lay back down and scratch his big fat belly. So fat and lazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not, not a bad way to go through life. No, that's cool. So that, yeah, that's a landowner tag. Uh, you're, I'm assuming you're doing a rifle. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna take my dad. He's uh he's 84. Oh wow. And I took him this year, um, actually uh turkey hunting out in Kansas. Excellent. How'd you do? Great. Yeah, it was great. You know, um the, the population in Kansas has been uh at least where we are, central, north central Kansas is a little bit tough. Uh, population's been a little bit of a decline. And yeah. so it used to be a two-bird zone, now it's one. And uh um, it's just been a little bit tough, but you know, where, where we go, um, Heartland Pride Outfitters is, is the outfit I go with yep. and, you know, they do a great job and, you know, they basically said, you know, I had birds over here, so go get them. So, all right, we, we went and got them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What's so hard about this? Right. <laughs> first, first morning we're done, you know, by, by 10 AM. So, but it was great to take him out and hunt with him again. You know, he took me on my first turkey hunt when I was uh, 15 years old, sophomore in high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Southeast Minnesota. Um, yeah. Down in Caledonia area. So, okay. so Houston County. So way in the very South part of the state. And um, yeah, I mean, great memories there. And uh, it's it 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 funny to go do it again. We haven't hunted together. Turkey's hunted in gosh, a couple of decades. Yes. Yeah, the, the Turkey thing is, has been interesting because probably when you were starting the uh, yeah, 15, that the population was on its way up. Yep you know, it's peaked and now I'm hearing a lot <clears throat> where it's starting to decline in a lot of areas, Southeast, I think in particular. Yeah. <clears throat> we only have, out, right? It's yeah, good. exactly. It's, you know, there's, there's going to be a peak in, in some valleys and what's nuts to me is, is, you know, growing up in Minnesota with our cabin, um, North of Brainerd. So yep. um, cross lake area. So we're actually uh, out of, of a little tiny town called outing and, you know, it's a typical, you know, Northland woods, right? Just all hardwoods, mm -hmm. thick forests. And, and, you know, I don't know when it started, but, you know, I don't know, 10 years ago or so. Yeah. 
saw a turkey run by because that had to be a mistake but no it turns <laughs> out that you know they relocated so much there. now they've taken over and and you know so growing up my whole life and never seeing a, a turkey up there and now they're they're all over the dang place and, yeah uh, we've had that too like growing up i didn't see a whole lot of turkeys now now we've got one now you know actually i don't know if you can see that that's yeah. our michigan we they give you a patch you can buy it but jared and i have this rule that you only are allowed to get one if you're successful in a year yeah you know and so we'll get it and you'll throw it you know i'll put the borax or is it borax mm-hmm. whatever the stuff is that seals the bottom of the um yeah the fan yeah and then i'll throw this to cover it so mm-hmm. uh no we, we growing up we didn't have any really turkeys uh by by where i had to do a lot of hunting and and they all of a sudden are coming out so we, jared and i uh get, have a spot out there that you know this year i went out and by before 10 o'clock i had tagged out too we only get one tag here so okay yeah yeah you uh so you're working psionics you do a lot of i'm assuming film do you film a lot of your your stuff your hunts with with some of those cameras and those night vision stuff do you do a lot of that kind of thing yeah so so you know it's all right so what can you hunt right at night pigs right coyotes things like that so um you know so we use it for that all right so you go out and and get set up and it's awesome when it when it's you know really cold and and snow on the ground with moon i mean it, the yeah. camera just looks like it's daylight it, it's absolutely <laughs> insane um you know pig hunting you know going to texas or or, or florida you know especially florida's tough because it's you know heavy over not overcast but um you know the canopy right yeah Florida. thick so it's really fun to go out there and film your hunts um you know adds a whole new dimension you know because i mean look at the archery um market right and 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 the self-filming how that's really just exploded over the what five six seven years yeah you know? it's relatively new and everyone wants to do it and, and people's filming their turkey hunt so well, that's all daytime that's great um you know what's what's cool about psionics is you know now you, when that sun tips down and gets below that horizon line you, yeah. you know the, the best time of the day right the last 30 minutes of light or the first 30 minutes of of twilight all right that's when our our camera shines um you know, and, and, and you know, tell people, hey, if you if you have a real passion for for doing filming, you know, content creation, you know, use our camera for you know getting in and out of your stand, filming whatever it is around the truck on your prep, you know, getting ready, mm-hmm. already putting that on B roll, yeah, all the B roll stuff, you know, when your camera, your good expensive camera doesn't work, right? Your 4K stuff, right? right. Um, use ours so, you know you you're able to build b-roll um and get some content there and you never know you might have that that deer of a lifetime or a bull of a lifetime step out and your your 4k camera ain't going to catch it no how many times you go out there and it's like he's there you got him on camera no, no i can't see him it's per, it's per black i just see a little blue on the top or the where the sky is that's about well, it that's it you know you can try to peek right and you get the little horizon light hoping it catches it and you just can't do it you know our our camo will work and it's 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 it does a great enough job to to be able to capture that and not have to pass right right you know for the regular people that's not worried about putting it on on tv or a show it's it's my god it's 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 amazing and there's so many things you can do with it navigation throw it on your atv and, and then you can stream to your tablet or your phone yeah go in and out of your your hunting spot without headlights oh cool i never thought of that yeah yeah just just you can hold it and drive your your truck. I mean, obviously, if you're not on a legal road, right? right? Yeah, yeah. track yeah. on a farm road, right? You don't want to encourage breaking laws here. Um, it works great. 
works great. And, and, you know, I'm not sure if you've seen it or have had a time to even hear about it or, you know, your friends are with Joe, right? Joe yeah. Bill. Yeah. Yeah. You can't consider him a friend. <laughs> yeah. You know, we just got back from a, a week together in Montana bear hunting. So I, I think we're pretty close at this point, yeah, you know, you either love him or you hate him right now for that <laughs> your bear hunt. Right. I ended just, it's funny. We, we got out of that hunt and we've already planned our next bear hunt. So, uh, yeah well. i know he's he's crazy love it he loves it absolutely yeah absolutely loves it yeah yeah but we we just um we it's not in the market yet but we announced it uh it's a boating camera oh cool yeah so so this this camera is designed to connect two ways one through you know stream through your smartphone or for a tablet something like that can mount it so it's a mounted camera right you don't have to hold hand hold it um um, you know, and you can permanently mount it and then plug it into your, your MFD. So your larger boats, right. They have dedicated navigation systems. Um, you know, they all have multi-functional device, uh, displays, mm -hmm. yep. MFDs. and you can hardwire right into it. And it, this thing is a game changer. Um, it, it's going to extend your time on water. Um, you know, so, so, you know, when, you can't control in the fish bite. No, right. Exactly. Right? So you gotta yeah, be there. You gotta go. You gotta go. Um, you know, think about some tournament runs, right? So a lot of these guys are, are going right as the sun's coming up and they're they're in their bass boat, you know, going 80 miles an hour. You really can't see shit. But no. um, with with the night wave, you could run that thing and see perfect. Just like you're looking right now at this at our screen. And um, and it's it's through your display, right? So it's hands-free, um, it's it's fixed mounted, and it, it's gonna make you that much safer. You know, and it's so, color. How do you make it? How does that work? That's the secret sauce, man. Is it? Is that the secret sauce? Yeah, the secret sauce. So it's it's uh, it's a proprietary process, um, and and it's patented, you know, inside and out, every way around possible. So we're the we're the world's first and only um, color night vision system. Interesting. Yeah, and it's digital. So so you know, traditional night vision is analog. You know, yeah. You're only going to get what you get from that thing, um, yeah. But with our system being being digital, we have a ton of features that we can layer in too, right? So, and that's how we're able to get you know process the the data to to get you a color sequence, right? As long as there's enough light out there, we can we can make it into color. If it's dark enough, it's just it's not you just can't get it, right? You need some light to make any night vision work. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They have to have some ambient light. Yeah. But you can you can add that other there's like a flashlight or not really a flashlight like another light that human eyes can't see that goes yep. with it right yeah yeah so it's all near infrared nir so ir illuminators which is a flashlight that it's invisible to our eyes um but you know the camera sees it so i mean and you can so there's a whole lot a lot of stuff that that exists that we don't know about that the regular people don't sure. know about in terms in Slav, it's military influence or came from the military that's commercialized now but you know they call them ir designators ir pointers so those are actual little laser beams right laser beams <laughs> laser so, <laughs> so you know you can you know so that's that's the point at something you know hey i you know there's my target you know it's 200 meters out right so our camera can see all that stuff because it's all in the infrared spectrum, all right? So our eyes see, you know, depending on age and, and capabilities, right? We're seeing 400 nanometers up to about 735-ish. Okay. So that's that's like the daylight spectrum of light. That's your purples through your reds, you know, blues through your reds. 
Um, and then beyond red is, is infrared, right? And so where our eyes crap out, can't see anymore, that's where the camera continues. And um, you know, we, our cameras can see up to 1200 nanometers, so well beyond our eyesight. And so there's, there's, even though it looks like it's dark outside, there's actually waves of light. Sure. Out and, and that's what we're seeing. Right. Is it that there's less waves or like, are they farther apart or how does that work? Yeah. So, so every color band is its own, you know, frequency, right. Yeah. It's own wavelength. And it's just, you know, our eyes, just, we just can't see it. Right. But it, it still exists, even though it's dark. Right. So that's, you know, why it's dark is because that's visible light, but there's yeah. still other types of light that exist. And even on um, the other side, right there, there, there's you know the ultraviolets, right? We can't see that. Our camera, oh sure, our camera doesn't see those, right? We see in the other other direction, up in the reds. Infrared, ultraviolet. No, not ultraviolet. That's the other end. So that's the other end. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. that's that's the blow, That's low end. We see in the high end, which is when I say that high, it's because the numbers are higher. Sure. Right? So so we're seeing up to twelve hundred nanometers, right? Right. The blue lights are four hundred and less. Okay. Yeah. So, so this, this, uh, like kind of supplemental light mm -hmm. can like, like if you're out hunting like coyotes or something, can they see that? Mm, should not. No, should not. Okay. Some animals get, have a better ability to see at night. Cause I would assume they could see more of the color spectrum or maybe yeah, different parts. You, know, you know, a lot of animals just they're the way the cones and rods, right. In mammals eyes, all cones okay. and rods. And how big your dot, your your pupil can get, right? Yeah. Our pupils are tiny, right? So that's why our, our night vision sucks, right? Because we have such little exit pupils. Um, you know, we're like deer. You know, all your all your hooved game, all, basically all your prey yeah. has big eyes, right? And one of the reasons I have the big eyes is is for night night vision, right? So their yeah. eyes open way up. And some of them can see beyond what, you know, like what we see, right? Sure. Um, that 750, but they're colorblind, right? So yeah. So you think about the colorblind that you know, they may or may not see a red laser, right? That's a colored laser. Sure. Being infrared, you know, it's invisible to us, but there there are some mammals that can see some infrared light. Like what? Okay. Uh, people say pigs can see it. I've never <laughs> I've never experienced it, but people said you know like oh yeah, pig, you know they can see the infrared light. I say BS, but <laughs> right. And you shot a few pigs. Just a couple. So you, you know your way around a pig, wild pig. Just, just one or two, maybe a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to do it, man. You know? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's you know, it's the name of uh, in, in, um, experimentation, right? You gotta yeah. Get up there and you got to test. Stuff. That's product testing. That's, uh, you know, yeah. It's required, in fact. If, if you don't do it, I wouldn't trust any of it, you know? So like you have to go boating and go fishing at night with our cameras because it's product testing. I know, you know, it's funny you said that over the, so I just moved, I'm living on a river now nice. and over the past couple nights, these guys are getting their big bright lights on their boats out. They're doing bow fish and all where the, uh, where it's real shallow. And it's like, I mean, first of all, you have to really love bow fishing to do that whole thing. Cause the boat and all this, I mean, it's a, it's a production. They got the fan boats and everything. Oh, oh So yeah. I'm always like, I wonder if this is the time that they just see me watching and like, Hey kid, grab your bow, hop on, you know, that that's what I'm always hoping for. Cause that's about probably the closest I'm going to get to hopping on a boat. <laughs> You're going to go stand out there with your bow and just kind of stare at them. <laughs> just like, wait, you know, like that little kid with his baseball glove, all the other yeah, kids play baseball. Me. That'll be me. Pick me, pick me. Yeah. Uh, I got a good attitude. I promise. No. So they, I've been watching them every night. They got their, their big lights out. They're just poking, 
carp and whatever else we got out there. So have you done it? Have you gone out and bow fished? I have bow fished, but not off of, like off a bridge on a creek. That kind of you know, growing up, nothing like on a boat. It's it's a blast. Yeah, it looks it's, so fun. It's one of those things that it's a, everything that we do outside is addictive, right? It is. If you allow it to happen, it's going to happen. <laughs> well, the well, problem you, the problem with stuff like that is, it's like I need to be limited because otherwise I'm just going to keep going. Like I won't come inside. <laughs> the nice thing about hunting is sun after sunset. You know, most of the time I can't go out unless I'm you know jitterbugging, right? And that's that's a low bar to get out there. But now like Joe is trying to get me to go do a bunch of coyote hunting. Uh, and now I got these, this fishing thing. And it's like, man, I, I just don't need, if I didn't sleep, I would have a lot more fun. Joe's got the right toys now, man. He's not, not just with psionics, right? He, so he's got, you know, the, the handheld cameras for, for recording. Now he's got the night wave. I think yeah. he's got the night wave. I'm not sure if we sent him one yet or not. That's the boating camera, right? So that's, okay. that's the vehicle, the, the mounted system. And then he's got his thermal stuff. Yeah, he does. He's like, man, I get it all. Just come with, you don't, you don't need anything. He's, he's all equipped. He's that's awesome. Yeah. What you no. need to do is go, go. I don't, do you call it hunting or fishing flying carp? Because you don't catch them on a line. You kill them with a, with a projectile. There, there's, there may, I mean, I may or may not have witnessed firsthand the, the shotgun shooting of flying. Oh. <laughs> How was that? It looked, looked really fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's as like, much as i can say about that like way too much fun like sure oh my god this is something new um you know because i mean everyone knows i mean it's they're they're feral i guess you call them feral fish right they're, they're indigenous invasive yeah they're that's that's where i was looking for invasive as hell i mean yeah. they're, they're, it's it's amazing how many there are i you know i first moved i lived in missouri from 03 to um sorry 96 to 03 okay and it just was getting kind of started there was a few you know we sure. had to find them like an area but now they're you can't drive a boat around without getting fish jumping all over there the you see those videos of people jump like boating and fish are hitting them in the face and stuff oh, it's, hilarious. it's insane i hate it to have it to me but my god it's like yeah it's like, what, funny home videos or something like that is whack <laughs> that's right just yeah that, that that's really funny how those i mean and you can watch it over time, uh, like that late nineties, early two thousands, there's just a few of them and like a very relatively short time later and they're everywhere. Everybody knows about them. Yeah. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. So that's, that sucks. So I would, so yeah, so you've been at psionics for a little while, um, and you guys are developing a lot of this new, new camera technology. Yeah. I mean, are you, or do you have a lot of stuff in the pike for stuff coming out or is this something as like, as needs come in, you, you build to it. What, what does the development process look like? Yeah. So, so we're, um, we're, we're, we're a 15 year old startup company. Sure. So the, the technology was created 15 years ago in, in the, the labs at Harvard. So founder was was working on, I believe he was working on his PhD at the time, um, and and discovered this. You know, he was working on on photonics, right, and low light capabilities, and figured this out, right. However, he did it, um, and then so the company got started by him, and and then our current CEO uh, bought into the company like right after. So he's employee number two. Sure. And and really what you know, the focus there was to develop the technology and to, to get it to where, you know, cause it's a, 
back up a little bit. So it's called CMOS, right? CMOS is the actual processor, mm-hmm. right? And CMOS is very common. It's it's um, in a lot of security cameras. It's it's really what they use, like in ring doorbells, sure, and things like that. But you know, and it works for for very near distance, low light capabilities is not great. Um, it's it's black and white, and I know like a couple of companies now are claiming color, but they're all helped, right? There's a lot of assistance to get them to see it. Yeah. Now, if you flood it with enough artificial light, you're, you're going to be able to get color. Um, but anyway, so they're working on doing that and really was geared towards um, evolving the technology with the military. So um, Department of Defense, you know, put a white paper out there and said, hey, you know, we, we need to advance our soldiers. We need to improve the capabilities. And so and they're wanting to trend towards digital. And, and it, it's not to say that digital is better than the best of the best Gen 3 systems out there that soldiers use, because it's not. Um, and, and, you know, we don't need to get into the weeds why, because it's all, it's all. Physical, I'll trust you on that one. Right. Yeah. But, you know, there's capabilities that digital brings into the game, right? So yeah. augmented reality, think of schematics, think of, of, you know, situational awareness, GPS. How yeah. about just even just a battery life indicator in your headset? Yeah, right. Things that analog can't do, right? So that's really the track, right? Really, you know, the genesis of, of Psyonix and the path that they're on was, was a technology company making sensors. Um, 2018, they decided, you know, hey, we got this cool technology. It works. Um, let's see if we can put it into a product. And so um, they contacted a, a, a company in Japan that, you know, were experts at bu- building video cameras. You know, some of the best named video cameras, mm-hmm. um, you know, like the Sony Handycam style. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the Aurora. If you look at the Aurora that we have, that's what it looks like. It Funny. That. Yeah. So that's how they got it, right? So, the, hey, let's build this thing. Great. Now we have it. Now it's in 2018. So I came on in 2020 um, and they're like, okay, what do we do with this? What, what's next? And so now we have a product roadmap. So, but of course, COVID hit, boom, and supply <laughs> chain went to hell. Um, and it, it was just really hard to get resources around building these things in a timely manner. We're only two years old. That's that's not abnormal. Right, that's for, young. Yeah. Right for new for new product development, it's not bad. We have high expectations. We want to push this thing out there because we're excited about the technology. Right. So this year we we introduced two products, right? So I, I told you about Nightwave. That's the boating camera, right? It's it's make you safer, navigate at night on your boat. Cool. Awesome. It's going to, it's going to kick ass. Um, the second product that we announced it's, it'll come in July, August ish. Uh, it'll get to the market. We're calling it Opsin. Opsin is a helmet mounted system, right? So designed for professional end users. So law enforcement, military. Yeah. Um, and, and so you imagine, you know, you've seen it, you've seen the shows, the TV shows, right? You got the helmet on, yeah, yeah. click it down over your eyeball. That's, we have that. And, and it works amazing. It's fantastic. Um, and so, so those are two new products for this year. Beyond that, you know, we've, we've got more products coming. Um, you know, we're, we're formalizing our product roadmap to get us for the next five years. Cool. We know what they are. We know what they're going to be, but it's, again, it's kind of like the whole supply chain issue and resources. It's like we, so put it this way, we had a, a stupid little part that was, that costs pennies. <laughs> yeah. We couldn't get and and it's it's holding holding up the whole development plan or not the b- development but the build plan right right 
So it's like, you know, we got it developed. We, we want it to where we want to be. Now let's start building this thing. We can't. So it's, it's, and we're not alone. I mean, everyone. No, knows. it's everybody in, in different ways. Yeah. And is a freaking screw or nut or a gasket or a little piece of solder, whatever it might be. It's like, <laughs> you never know what it's going to be. Right. I and mean, we have lead times on some components now. They're quoting us 52 weeks. <laughs> really? Just, a whole year? A little bit and pieces, a whole year to get nothing. Right. I mean, we're talking pennies of, of stuff. But you need that piece to make the whole thing work. Yeah. So you got to do, you got to go find something different. Right. You know, and, and change it. So you either do have to do a redesign um modify it somehow and then go find a new new vendor for that little widget component. another and hopefully that vendor it doesn't have a long lead time yeah right the new one yeah. <laughs> so lots of so it sounds like lots of military um application and some hunting you, you got some cool things coming out for for the hunting side of things as well we do um that the hunting segment right now it's you know you know the crossover right so all of our products have crossover so the 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 aurora is is a good content creation right to film your your stuff and you can use a handheld walking in and out of your stand um you think about duck hunters i mean this is going to be an awesome product for them yeah one of the hard things is you set up your your decoys and you like you want to check them but you don't want to flash you know right bright light on them so you can always use your your aurora to check check out your spread right yeah um, you're getting in and out of the marsh, you know, boat landing, all that type of stuff. Th- these products work for all of those things. Um, you know, Nightwave can be easily adapted to, to your UTV, your pickup. Sure. Truck. Um, you know, we're looking, we're working with a, a, a company that is very well known um, in the US. Um, it's called uh, Mod Armory. And then there's another one called Warren. Everyone knows Warren, right? So we're, we want to talk to them about making us stuff to yeah. make it more um adaptable right so mag- think about like a magnetic base <clears throat> put it temporarily put it on your hood of your your pickup truck or something yeah you know? oh that's cool it just cl- cl- clicks right on there yeah yeah you put it up on the on the roof or on the hood and then you can stream it and it it's so there's so many crossover capable use cases yeah uh, for, for all our products and then of course you know the, the helmet mounted system you know a lot of the guys when they're pig hunting now or you know tactical pig hunt so sure. <laughs> right exactly yeah yeah you're using your your thermal rifle scope on you know ar-15 platform um type of rifle and then you're using a, a bump helmet flip down your your pvs 14 and you can navigate at night and go around and find your pigs and no problem take care of that invasive species there it is an absolute blast yeah yeah. Now, um, I would imagine as, you know, the VP, you know, your sales and marketing, you got to know the product. So like, you doing a lot of testing, like you playing with these stuff, the stuff a lot. Not as much as I should. Yeah. Not I feel like you should be all the time. See, I said should. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Cause it's, it is, it's, I consider it a requirement. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> so you, you've tried the helmet thing. You've tried all these. That's so cool. Yeah. So, so before I came to Sionox, I came from an, another, you know, uh, big thermal and night vision company. I was there for five years and it was, you know, same type of product, um, you know, hardcore, right. Sure. It's, it's, it's one of the big brands. I'm not going to name names, but um, you know, so, so that really cemented my experience in, in the world there. You know, part of that, I was at an, a day optics company that we had a lot of, uh, you know, warfighter type business. Um, so we had a lot of laser products. 
Yeah. And, and so we used, we didn't make night vision per se, but we use it a lot because of all of our laser designators and infrared illuminators and things like that. So, so I got a lot of, of, um, <laughs> got a lot of background and, and experience in, in the night vision world. And it, it's a lot of fun. There, there's yeah. a whole different world out there. Right. Um, that, you know, like, like you were saying before, he's like, you know, Hey, sun goes down, I go home. Um, right. You know, but you know, a lot of guys are out there when sun goes down is when they go out. Yeah. That's when the real fun begins. It's, it's a blast. We'll, we get, we got, we'll meet up. We should meet up in Texas somewhere Yeah, or on a lake. And, I think uh, that makes a lot of sense. You know, that otherwise I, I feel like this pot, I don't know enough about you after this podcast. I need that other, you know, that next step, that night hunting time, you know? Yeah. We need to, it, it's re it's like I said, it's required. It's part of the job. So you're headed, you're in, you're in, Bo you're in the near, near Boston, Boston yard. Yeah. Um, you're heading back to uh, Colorado soon after you kind of take care of some stuff and you got a lot of stuff going on this summer, hunting, fishing, any, anything exciting? No. Yeah. I, I was, I, I want to do more fun. Um, so <laughs> I, I got trip to the UK coming up, um, in mid June, I'm taking my wife, uh, on our honeymoon, our honeymoon. I can't call her. That's, I guess it's, you share that one. Yeah. Got married a year ago and, and distant, we just couldn't get the right timing for a honeymoon. So I'm, I'm going to take her to Barbados. Cool. Uh, July 30th through, so, sorry, June 30th through July 8th. Um, and I got a couple more trips out, out East here in, in Boston. And so, working on a couple working with some boat manufacturers cool and so they're they're interested in, in you know buying the, the night wave and putting them on their product as standard equipment or at least a, an orderable option so we got to do some product testing right? love that yeah. yeah so so there's a little bit of line that will get wet there um you know we got a we got a tv show planned um that will i'll be on and uh, that'll we're trying to finalize our, our trip to cabo Right, so we have to go chase some marlin and some other fish there. But so this is a psionics TV show. I'm I'll be I'll be a guest. On okay. TV. Okay. All right. All yeah. right. Yeah. That seems like a good time. Just filmed and getting marlin and doing the thing. It's, you know, you have to you got to make a living somehow. Man, it's rough. It's a rough life to live. Yeah, it's, it does not suck. So and then you got this fall. You said you're you're doing the early elk hunt. That's August. And yeah so yep yeah, the early elk in august uh first time ever doing doing that you know yeah. it's a big shift from doing december right uh um, yeah, right going from negative five degrees to 105 degrees it's just a hundred degree swing no big deal that's it, you know whatever uh, at least we have air conditioning throughout in the, in the truck right um if i get drawn i'll, I'll have more hunts right yeah so we'll, you always western hunting you, you just never know if you're hunting or not yeah. It makes it, it seems it's getting harder and harder to get drawn out there. Things aren't, yeah. things aren't so easy for us, especially for us guys coming from out of state. Yeah, I feel, I feel sorry for you bastards. You know, I know. Like, <laughs> come get a limited draw tag. And <laughs> it takes us residents, you know, six to 12 years. And depending on what type of tag you want, you know, I can't imagine what it's like for, for non-residents. Basically never for a lot of them, you know? Yeah. I know it's like, you know, I've been, I've been applying for a limited draw in, uh, Idaho, sorry, not Idaho, Utah. Yeah. I'm on year 18. 
I'm going to get too damn old to go pretty soon. Your your points will be able to, I can legally vote smoke and, you know, buy nudie mags. So <laughs> no, you can't smoke. Smoke's 21 now, isn't it? Yeah. Man, the kids got screwed. Mm-hmm. You know, the moment I turned 21, I got a pack of cigarettes and smoked a few and wasn't a huge fan. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I'll, I'll smoke a good cigar. Yeah. Every once in a while, a good, it's got to be a good occasion. You got to be cel- usually celebratory. Yeah. I find reason to celebrate. Yeah. It feels it's like that. Friday, a celebrate. Yeah. What do you know? I've never been to this Friday before. Try that out. You know? Oh, that's really cool. Well, hey, I got, um, I got several hunts um, plan. I got a few fishing trips here and there. Um, yeah. Nothing exotic, you know, just, um, you know, get, get some line wet here in, in Colorado. I got a good friend that's a, a pretty, de- you know, devout fly fisherman. I'm not, um, you know, a lot of these things, like I used to be a big archery hunter. Okay. I, I never touched a rifle. And then, you know, you get these careers that, that pull you away. And then, you know, you're on a plane a lot. And so then you, you just, you can't do your scouting. You can't keep right. up with your lease. So you give it up. And, and then, then it turns out to be like, I just don't have time. Right. Were you a big deer guy with the, with the bow or elk or what? Yeah, I did it all. I, yeah. I, 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 I've shot plenty. You said you love bear hunting. I shot plenty of bears, a uh, black bear, um, uh, antelope out in North Dakota of all places. Sure. All um, right. White tailed mule deer. Yeah. They used to do it all. And, and, but probably in my late thirties had kids um, well, I was young 30s, I had kids, but I gave up bow hunting probably around that time too. So they get older and they they require a lot. There's some practice here, some sort of performance there, friends. You I only have one. And right? Holy cow. How old you kid? Nine. Nine. Boy, girl? Girl. So it's been, well, we do, you know, she likes, she's doing the cello. So it's, you. well, you got to go to your private cello person. Yeah. And now you've got, you know, the possibility of an orchestra. So now just cello is, you know, that's two days right there. Yeah. And you got tennis and you got swimming and you got, you got stuff. Yep. So uh, I, I, I took it for granted growing up because I did all the sports, you know, so I had to be carted around at games. I had two other brothers, so I didn't think about it then, but my parents were driving a lot. I guess I should have tell them I appreciate it now, like at some point, you know, yep. Cause that's a lot of driving. Realize, that's a lot of screwing around. Yeah. You didn't realize how much of a pain in the ass you were. Exactly. You know? <laughs> I had a little bit of an idea about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, you know, my son is uh God dang. How old is he now? 23. Mm-hmm. My daughter just turned 20 and, you know, my son was a, a D one athlete. So, you know, to get to that level, he's doing a lot. Right. I mean, yeah. he was travel teams, select teams and club teams. And what sport for lacrosse? Oh, cool. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, my God, it was, you know, you spent, you know, a whole year's tuition before you even thought about getting into college, just on, on chasing around at these tournaments. And yeah. All the and, gear. And my daughter was, was a, an amazing athlete in her own right. And, and easily, you know, could have developed into, you know, that type of player, but she was more, casual in her life she's like sure. she liked to she liked you know music art um instruments, the finer things you know but you know but she kind of had that you know want to play sports and and compete but when she started getting older she's like you know me yeah <laughs> like, eh, whatever and so she decided 
just don't want to do it anymore. So I go, okay, yeah. go. and uh, whatever you want to do. Right. But my God, it's, it's, it can be a drain, right? Time drain, a time suck. And so it's hard to stay dedicated to your, your craft, right. When you're trying to be an archery hunter and it usually means early, get up early and football yeah. and you're yeah. during all the prime seasons. You're just like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Pick something in this, you know, it's like a summer. I don't know whenever I'm not doing stuff, but then I don't want to, yeah. yeah, it's hard to say, but it's all good. Like, you know, if I'm being honest, I'd rather do that, you know, than, than my own stuff. Anyways, it's fun to do, Absolutely. but it does, does cut into it. That's, you know, that's Jared struggles with that more than me. He's got, he's not here today, but he's got four, four kids or three kids fourth on the way and they're all under the age of six seven yeah so he's that's a i just keep telling him like you kind of you're full yourself like how many of you do we need you know i thought one was enough now it was like (laughs) you're throwing four on top of that like yeah all right he's got a litter running around if if he's got four of them under six that's just a done right that's just a litter that's a litter that yeah that's like kittens you know you're like a cat at this point so no, it's fun. No, that's, that's uh, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it any of it. Right. It was, no. it was an amazing experience and, and loved every minute of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Hey, I, uh, I know we're coming up on time here, but I appreciate you coming on and you know, I've been looking forward to hearing from you and, and some of the things you do. And like, I mean, you work in kind of some cool stuff, um, it is. Yeah. but for like people who, who want to get, you know, looking to get this on for their boat or for, um, you know, for hunting or, or whatever else, how can they, how can they find out more? There's a lot of good videos and, and stuff. For the yeah. Program. I mean, so we, we got a, we got a solid following uh, social following. So, you know, Facebook, Instagram, um, you know, we, we have a lot of organic posts, um, you know, so Justin, Justin Johnson's our social media manager and, you know, he just, he lives in it. Right. He yeah. just, he's always on it. And, and it's amazing how we, how often we get tagged you know, this, you know, other people just out there playing, doing their deal, right. You're either at the gun range or they're hunting or they're looking at stars or, or whatever. Um, there's a ton of content on there. Um, you know, our, our, our website, of course, you know, psionics.com, but, um, you know, we have a, a pretty good dealer network. Um, we're not where we want to be in terms of, of having dealers out there stocking our stuff, but, you know, we're creating little, little experts around there. Um, our rep groups are, are doing a good job getting it spread and getting the, you know, this, you know, the, the psionics gospel, if you will, because we're, we're, we're night vision, but we're different and sure. very and, different. And, and people think, you know, they know what we are, but they don't. And, right. and so it takes a little bit of effort to train people on why we're different and, and what does that mean for them? All right. So um, yeah, it's, it's, that those are the best sources, right? Sounds.com and in our social pages. Yeah, excellent. Well, hey, I appreciate it coming on and we'll have to do it again soon. Hey man, I, I had a ball. It's good talking to you finally. I know yeah. we, we tried a couple of times before and schedules aligned and and you know if opportunity to do it again sometime, I'd love to. And and let's get let's get together in the woods or on the lake. That sounds great. I appreciate it. All right, man. Take care. You too. Have a good night. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode. We really do appreciate it. If you want to go on to any kind of social media platform, give us a like, share, subscribe. You know, it really helps us out. keeps the train rolling. And if you guys really like what you're listening here, give us a five-star Either way, if, even if you don't like it. Even if you don't like review. it, five stars. That'd helps cool. everyone out. We'll see you out there.